0: Of the Shoot Brothers Hey, the Shoot Brothers <laughs> Wrestling Podcast That is right, it's the only wrestling podcast It's online, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne It's also hosted by Mike, by Mike the Shoot Shepherd uh, yeah And, um, <laughs> uh Mike, the, uh, the wrestling world doesn't end So the wrestling world keeps going on And it's something unpredictable But in the end, it's right I hope, Mike, that you had the time of your life At the Thunderdome Because this is it, folks the th- we're, this done. we're done. We're uh, done. Yeah, I guess uh, we're done. We are leaving the Thunderdome. Um, I believe Monday, this past week's Raw, was a pre-tape. I think this coming Friday, SmackDown is also a pre-tape. But then the following weeks, we will be uh, hitting the road. We go live
1: uh, we, once again. Yeah, we
0: go so. live once again. And, of course, AEW is also on the road. They, uh, they kicked off their uh, uh, July of Super Shows with a showdown in Miami. Uh, But of course we have all that wrestling action God, we didn't even get to the Great American Bash Shit is finally moving within this organization, eh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, things are building, crowds are back Uh, Hopefully the wrestling's good
0: Hopefully hopefully the wrestling's good Uh, Well, let's get into our wrestling week then, shall we? Let's kick off our wrestling week the only way that we know how Which is with crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion It's the Tweet of the Week it's the tweet of the week. <laughs> now this is a, this was a little thing. Um, uh, God, I don't even know where I don't I don't even know kind of how the uh, how this all kind of came up. But uh, this week's tweet league champion goes to um, a man named uh, Sammy Zane. Sammy. Sammy. Now two times tweet league champion. Well, I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe the tweet should be going to El Generico. That isn't quite sure, because the <laughs> other day, a, f- uh, a couple fans were reaching out to um, Sammy Zayn on Twitter with one of those on this day kind of in history things. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was on this day in history, Koda Ibushi and El Generico had a match in kayaks going down a river. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, Mike, have you seen this? Have you even heard of this?
1: Um, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to take a guess that it would probably took place in DDT. DDT
0: Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Hell yeah. How'd you get that one? That was pretty good. Um, oh, they
1: love their goofy stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, so I, I couldn't find the entire match online. I think I could just kind of find, I, I mean, bits and pieces of it, I think, all together. <laughs> I probably saw, you know, 10, 15 minutes of footage altogether. together. And uh, it is exactly that. It is exactly that. It is... Uh, Sami Zayn and Kota Ibushi in kayaks, separate kayaks. I should, I should mention, and um, <laughs> and going down and going down the uh, going down this this sl- very very shallow slow river. Um, yeah. And when a fan reached out to Sami Zayn was saying that Sami Zayn said, "This is Kota Ibushi and El Generico fighting each other in a river with kayaks." This, I would imagine, was great fun. Uh, <laughs> there you have, you know, there you have it. Playing up, playing up a little bit, playing up a little bit of kayfabe for those kids at home. Who, yeah. might, who might not uh, rema- Who might not even know what it is?
1: Yeah, I'll have to look at the clip of that. I know. Uh, I didn't know how long. Yeah, Generico. Did he do a lot of stuff in DDT? Do you know?
0: I really don't know. I just kind of f- assumed that uh, Sami Zayn's entire pre WWE career was under the the, the 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 El Generico moniker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either way, yeah, I'll have to look up a clip of that. No, either way, cool. I'll send it to you, and if you're there at home, watch it. If you need a quick <laughs> giggle, uh, and that's all the laughs we have for this week's episode. By the way, no more laughs, laughs on this week's episode of the podcast. Let's get right into it. Um, let's kick off. Uh, let's get into our wrestling week, shall we? Um, let's get into let's get into a show that that, that ended last week's uh, broadcast. Pretty goddamn hot. We're talking about Smackdown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for Smackdown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though? No, no, it used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just Smackdown Live. Friday night Smackdown, yeah. whatever you want to call it. The artist formerly known as Smackdown Live. Yeah. Uh, If if that's what we want to say, we got a great show coming up because, um, yeah, of course, Money in the Bank is in a couple weeks, and uh, Edge is back.
1: Yeah, no, uh, kind of starts the way it finished. Edge comes out, cuts a promo on Roman, the Universal Title. We all know it's kind of the same thing he said for Mania, but this time one on one, no Daniel Bryan. So,
0: yeah, well, yeah, after suffering (laughs) after suffering that devastating loss uh you know imagine being pinned sandwich pinned in the main event <laughs> at wrestlemania i I can't remember who was on the bottom but either way that would be that's completely humiliating and edge wants his uh edge wants his opportunity back but he's wearing the shirt that says the Iconolast. have you uh, yeah it was
1: have, weird i didn't yeah i didn't really take Like, I looked at his shirt and I'm like, I don't know what that says. And I never really cared to even read it.
0: So, yeah. So, um, like, what does it mean? Well, yeah. So, an iconolast, I also had to look this up because I was, I thought it was maybe like an old Iconics t shirt they had lying around (laughs) uh, or something. I was like, no way. Edge is a Billy K fan. Um, but an an iconolast is a person who attacks cherished beliefs or institutions, a destroyer of images used in religious worship. Um, (laughs) which I guess, yeah, you know, I mean, um, He's attacking. I really thought when he kind of came out the shirt, and then I saw the shirt of the definition. I thought that kind of lines up a little bit more with the uh, the former Monday Night Messiah.
1: Yeah, Edge. This pro—I mean, this program doesn't really have any religion connotations between Roman and Edge, so no, unless I mean, maybe if, this is—is is this just a shirt? This isn't an Edge shirt, is it?
0: I I I, it, I don't know, but I, th- I I I sort of think <laughs> that these guys, if they're coming out in a shirt with words on it. Somebody has kind of vetted it to be like, yeah, that's a good word to have on the shirt. Uh, I don't know. There <laughs> we'll might be something to it, but I think the shoot meter could hover. It could hover. Uh, it could you hover. know, some yeah. wa- some. And, you know, I'm down for some long-form storytelling here on SmackDown. We're not used to it, but I, I'm down.
1: Hey, either way, we learned something here today.
0: We d- Hey, it's an educational show, uh, first and foremost.
1: Uh, then we get Mr. Rick Boogs playing the intro for the now- uh, crowned Kingskay Nakamura. rolls right off the tongue there.
0: I I missed that. Uh, did, did Corey Graves say that? I missed it.
1: I think Boogs said it. Oh Boogs,
0: Boogs, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh Nakamara, Big E, take on Apollo Cruz and King Corbin. Who um he comes out, they announce him as King Corbin, but then they stopped like, oh wait, Baron Corbin. And that's pretty much the theme of uh, his theme of the show. He was just all depressed. He wasn't himself. He's he's in shambles.
0: He's got he's got that uh, he's at that in a very very unfortunate point in his life where not he's just starting to get gray facial hair, you know. So it's <laughs> like first I mean growing a beard is difficult enough when it comes to patchiness, but then imagine like you know you finally get a beard the way you want it and then another patch starts occurring. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! God damn it!
1: Yeah. Uh, Nakamura switched up his look a bit too. He was wearing black and white pants, which. I'm just used to him seeing red. Red,
0: yeah, red and black. Yeah, I don't really think of him uh, wearing white.
1: Yeah, but anyways, in the middle of the match, Boogs announces that Baron Corbin's Mercedes SUV is being towed, and then we see footage of that. And so Corbin is just so distraught. Biggie hits him with the big ending, gets the win,
0: and gets the win. Um, King Corbin, maybe no more. He's just Baron Corbin. No, they have changed. Baron. They have changed his name on WWE.com. Hey,
1: I like it. That's fair. He lost the kingship, and but uh, baron is a. What are you gonna say? Is a baron? Isn't that like a title, anyways? Like that's baron a, of. Yeah,
0: well, I think that's what's funny because I think it's a yeah, downgrade. Baron is like a step down from a king. I think in the first place, like a baron and a baroness. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, it's two
1: steps below king, one below archduke.
0: But this um. this little uh, <laughs> this little kind of um, boogs Nakamura kicking Corbin when he's down. Uh, I don't know. could this is this gonna could this be the start of the if you want to talk long <laughs> form storytelling the Baron Corbin face turn where's the shoot meter on this one
1: oh yeah i'll put a little something there we'll put a I little mean, steam
0: on it i know normally steam, you, yeah. you, if you see somebody as I, I, there's the photo i'm looking at right now as sad as barry corbin was yeah. um i don't know like, i think I they know.
1: wanted you to feel bad for him i don't think they wanted you to like laugh at him. i want or, or i, I mean.
0: kind of feel bad for him
1: yeah i mean i'm glad he's not the king but uh, but this could also be some character growth.
0: Exactly, right? I would hate for his hubris to be his downfall, right? Um, (laughs) And uh, I don't know, but uh, more on that to come, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, In the meantime,
1: Bailey comes out, brags about pinning Bianca in the mixed tag match last week. So Belair comes out and says, all right, I'm so over this shit. Money in the bank. We'll do it one more time. I quit match.
0: And I quit match. Now, every time I hear I quit... I always think it's like a you're quitting professional wrestling. Like I never think it's just <laughs> until you quit the match. And in my mind, anytime and like this still gets me. Even when it was remember Moxley Kingston a little while back, I was like, oh shit, I <laughs> Kingston's gonna quit wrestling. I don't know why that like that, That's what pops in my head when I think about it. Uh, no, yeah. but just a standard I quit match, uh, which is a fun stip, uh, especially adding a stipulation to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like Bianca Belair, she was in the cell. The two of the the two of these performers, owned up on that cell on probably two days' notice, uh, yeah. <laughs> on what was probably two days' notice. Um, but yeah, other than that, and maybe Belair's reign hasn't been as strong as it could be. But uh, we know Sasha Banks is right around the corner. She has to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, they need a big SummerSlam match. Uh, definitely can't be Bailey again. So let's just get this over with. Have a great match and move mm-hmm. on.
0: And move on. Yeah, because I think our Money in the Bank card is already shaping up to six matches, and that is including both of the uh, ladder matches. So you know, uh, not yeah. not real much more not much more room to wiggle around with. Nope, but we still got to
1: fill in a couple of those spots. So uh, let's get to one of those right now. Uh, featuring Tweet of the Week champ himself, Sami Zayn, mm. taking on fellow uh, disappointed Montrealer, Kevin <laughs> Owens. <laughs> um, in a last man standing match, actually, we're getting here for the, this Money in the Bank qualifier. So, you know what to expect. Lots of brawling outside the ring, into the Thunderdome crowd for the last couple times here. Uh, <laughs> for, yeah, the, for, the,
0: for that hot Thunderdome crowd.
1: <laughs> yeah. Die, you know, they're diving off the floor or onto the floor, off the barricades. Uh, Owens sets up two tables stacked vertically on top of each other on the floor. And then later he climbs to the top turnbuckle and Sammy shoves him. He falls through, landing hard on the floor. No crash pad there. That was
0: that was some that real, was real shit. That was some real shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pat these, guys McAfee, have, these, guys, these,
0: these guys have been uh, powerbombing each other for years at this point now. Decades possibly.
1: Yeah. At least a decade, I would say.
0: At least a singular decade.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But uh, anyways, Owens, he gets up before the count of 10. He survives that. Um, Yeah, Sammy's had enough, though. He gets pissed. He hits Owens with three straight haluba kicks in a row. But Owens has just enough life. He's able to roll to the floor, which gets him on his feet for just a second to break the count at nine again. So uh, Sammy tries to DDT him, but he gets super kicked. And then Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb. Zayn gets up. Owens hits him with a stunner, then power bombs him through the announce table. Then picks him up again, power bombs him through a regular table, and then a third power bomb to the apron. Onto the this apron. Just, oh
0: my god!
1: Yeah, this combo was just a back killer for Sami Zayn. It was the match killer. He stays down for the count of ten. Owens has won his money in the bank spot.
0: Wow! In what? Is, so at any time these guys meet up, it's pay per view quality, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and if we are to talk like television match of the year, this you know, which is not a subcat, which is not a subshooty, by the way, I'm not suggesting it. No, no, no. But no. this would be this would be exactly that. Like if I was USA, I wouldn't be pissed that Ray and Roman were in hell in a cell. I'd be pissed that these guys put on a 23 minute match. That was of this quality to close out, which at this point, I don't even want to say another chapter of Owens and Sami Zayn. I feel like it's just like volumes of books, you know, yeah. like they're, they're on a series of unfortunate events, book five, and they still have six to go before, <laughs> uh, before they call it. Um, yeah. yeah so it, it, yeah, the right guy went over if this is indeed the end of the story, um, you know, like, well, Kevin no Owens isn't the flashiest choice to win Money in the Bank. I think he certainly has unfinished business with Roman Reigns. Uh, certainly, if I'm thinking of this Money in the Bank card right now, I'm thinking it's going. Uh, it's going to uh, someone. Someone on SmackDown is walking home with it, or at least on the at least on the men's side.
1: Yeah, no, for the men, really. At this point, I'm kind of hoping anyone but Drew, just because he's the least interesting. You know, and, he's and, been and champ. He's had all these. He's shots. already
0: been there. Yeah, where yeah. um. Yeah, just uh, just sort of directions that I think are kind of happening right now. Yeah, I think it's, I think SmackDown is walking home with it. We'll talk about all that next week.
1: Yeah, uh, but Sonya Deville is in the ring because on SmackDown you just get announced into the match, and yeah, she's got a big announcement. It's
0: whole different. We only got two hours here. We got a lot. We got a lot of shit. We got to get
1: through. Um. <laughs> uh, so the next woman that will be featured in Money in the Bank is Zelina Vega. Whoa.
0: Big that moment,
1: was, uh, yeah. That was a big surprise for me. Huge uh,
0: shocker. I mean, she just won the Tweety League championship uh, like three <laughs> days ago under her previous under her birth name, and now I don't. Now I don't. Now I gotta. I don't. I don't know what to do with the record books.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, it stands. She won. She won. Is won. It, is but, uh, it is in there. It
0: is in there. Kind of like that Brock Lesnar IWGP uh, Heavyweight championship. <laughs> it's there.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, big surprise here. But she looks cool. She had some. Some red in her hair and uh, just cuts a nice little promo being back. Ready to win Money in the Bank. But then Liv Morgan comes out. She's pissed off. She's like, Sonia, what the fuck's going on? You put Carmella in last week and now Vega? No reason? So, anyways, they talk some trash. Liv smacks her in the face and asks Sonia to give her a match. So, that's what we get. That's Uh, what we get. Yeah, Vega versus Liv. Um, You know, Vega was looking good until she rolls up Liv. Tries to grab the tights, but the ref sees it. Stops the count. So Vega's pissed, but then Liv rolls her up. Gets a quick three count. Just like that.
0: With the quick roll-up. Spent all this time off, and she hasn't uh, tried to defend the most devastating move in all sports entertainment. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, so. This is great. So, Liv, uh, so wow, Selena Vega's back. That's probably what we wanted, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm... Uh... I thought she was going to show up somewhere else, but I hope they can use her well.
0: So I think what I think what you're well I think what you're th- saying is you 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 would have hoped or it would be nice if she had uh, gone to AEW to bring up that women's division.
1: Yeah, uh, but I mean, if they're going to use her properly and she well, can be a featured person on SmackDown, it can and
0: this up. is kind of what I think, right? Like the last time Zelina Vega shined was when she was, of course, leader of the Vagabonds. When <laughs> who was the creative director on Monday Night Raw? Paul Heyman, right? Paul Heyman leaves the show. Zelina Vega is nothing because she's this mini Paul Heyman. She's a le- <laughs> less less uh, Penguin-looking uh, Paul Heyman. And now the Paul Heyman's over on SmackDown, uh, you know, where he can kind of, you know, create a path back somebody like her who's like, yo, this person is, and, and the kids say this all the time, they hit different. Have you heard the kids say this one? Uh, Zelina <laughs> Vega hits different. On the mic. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's what she fucking needs. Just a shot to be bomb.
1: Yeah. No, I'm happy that she's back on television. Uh, It's weird that she lost. But, I mean, I'm also happy that Liv's been getting a couple wins. (laughs)
0: And now Liv Morgan's got a couple wins. See, Lena Vega never needed wins.
1: (laughs) I mean, yes. Vega was already in the match.
0: Yeah. And and also just, you know, if we think of her WWE career, she didn't need wins. She just needed a chance to, like, be on the microphone. Like, be on camera. That's what she needs. Put her on camera. And you know
1: there's there's two spots left for the women. Both uh, should be from SmackDown. So you got to think Liv Morgan's getting one of those spots. She's pretty much the only woman that's got a storyline going into this match. (laughs) Amen. Like, she might be my favorite to win, and she's not even in it.
0: You know, Liv Morgan is on a uh, three-match win streak. So, you know, that's exactly where you want to be.
1: Yeah. Anyways... uh, there was a quick little match in between Angelo Dawkins took on Otis, the new, the clean shaven, no nonsense. No fun,
0: Otis. I know, but he's no fun anymore. Now that, that Alpha Academy, they're no fun.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I will say he did look pretty convincing, like in uh you know, he was hitting hard, he hit a big Vader bomb, big splash, got the win. So Yeah. At well least yeah, it felt released, it so.
0: felt like <laughs> a, it felt like a squash match. Yeah. It really so, did. Pretty much it. It really did. Uh, cuz remember like just just a year ago or maybe a little bit less, this was our money in the bank champion. Remember? Remember. Like if that wasn't <laughs> too long ago. You want to talk about etched in the record books, uh Otis Money in the Bank champion. Footnote champion. Uh, I think that's I think it would mean. count. I think it would count if you were to look no, at it. I the know, chronology. it definitely
1: counts as a winner, that's for sure. But I mean when people think back 20 years, from oh
0: now. yeah, they'll they'll remember the Miz cashing instead of. <laughs> yeah. I, I see what you're saying.
1: But anyways, there's one last segment. Um, Jimmy Uso, do we want to talk about him now or after? Or should we just get right into this segment here?
0: Well, let's go. Let's get into the uh, the action that happens right in front, uh, right in front of us, and then uh, post SmackDown.
1: Okay. I guess that well, should have been around the
0: ring. Yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Well, we'll just talk about it after the segment. Because uh, Jimmy Uso comes out, uh, cuts a promo on Edge, just calls him out. Edge gives him a piece of his mind. Anyways, you know what happens. They come to blows. Edge gets the upper hand, locks him in the crossface. Um, and then I think he, yeah, he breaks off the leg of the chair, puts him in another crossface. Puts it in Uso's mouth. So uh, you would think maybe this would lead to a little Jimmy-Edge match in the meantime. But uh, then something happened after SmackDown. For, I don't know, the third, fourth, too many times now, uh, Jim Uso had a DUI once again.
0: For the fourth and, time, I think.
1: Yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't know. At this point, I mean, they didn't really even do anything last time. I think you got to do something. You know, take him off TV until he gets his shit figured out.
0: Yeah, it's one of those weird moments where like somebody gets caught drinking and driving for the fourth time. What's scary yeah, about the fourth That's just getting caught. Which yeah, what well, that's the thing about the fourth time. You know, I can understand if somebody was like, I did it once, I will never do it again. You'll like, I believe yeah. you. But if they get caught four times, you're like, that means you've only been caught four times. But you've, yeah, you've done, done it a hundred it times. Hundreds of times. Yeah. It's and in twenty twenty
1: one uber lyft ride everything is it's a little 24/7. and you're
0: wealthy like yeah. it's, a, it's a little too many things and you you're spend right 20 bucks to get home like it, it what is defined as violating the company's wellness policy if, if 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 certainly like some kind of you know okay you need to spend x amount <laughs> of time uh, in a facility that's going to help you help help you you know what i'm saying so shit like that yeah. uh Yeah, all the best for Jimmy. Um, Yeah, which is, of course, all the best for Jimmy Uso. Like, it just sucks.
1: No, but I think I think they got to do something about it this time. He can't just be on SmackDown this Friday. No, gotta say, hey man, get your shit figured out because you've been lucky that you're the only one that's been getting in trouble for this.
0: Well, and that's what's crazy too. Like, fucking, like uh, it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy too. Like, he just got back. He just yeah. Got you're gone back. for a fucking year. Like, take example. Know. Like, take the example from your brother who put on bangers for like seven months, <laughs> and then actually mean something. Right? I don't know. Fucking hope he gets the yeah. help he deserves. But yeah, Mike, you are totally right. Should not be on television uh, for the next <clears> little bit because then the fan, the fans will just kind of fucking notice. Twitter Twitter hate Twitter hates that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just not good. Not, not good. good. Not good. PR. But
0: yeah, I had to mention it. Yeah, well, uh, uh, there's your SmackDown. That? So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if Jimmy Uso pops up again later on. Uh, let's hit up our next show, shall we? Uh, because it's getting better, kinda. It, sometimes it gets better.
1: Yeah, the last few weeks. Not I mean,
0: bad, right? Of course, if if we're confused about a a, a, a a professional wrestling show, then we have to be talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Right. <laughs> There's no other way, because uh, we, we're fucking two weeks away from Money in the Bank, and I feel like everything is set and ready to go, so let's just kind of kill time, let's kill three hours, because we got nothing else to do, I think uh, we kick off, what, this week's episode with another another episode of Miz TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh,
0: Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah,
1: kill him. That's pretty much it, just Drip Sticks, and AJ comes out, Riddle comes out,
0: um... Matt oh, yeah. Riddle, Riddle climbs, Riddle climbs, the, climbs to the top of the ladder and says, I'm high, uh, yeah. get it. And then, you know, bah, nah, bah, bah, nah, you know, like a big kind of like uh, <laughs> a, a large silent movie era comedy uh, kind of bit that happens. Omos is there, Man, Drew.
1: Yeah. Anyways, at all, Omos or someone tips over the ladder that Riddle's on and he falls, hurts his ankle. Um, and then AJ just runs in, kicks him even harder on that injured ankle, so... Everyone brawls. Ricochet grabs a drip stick, breaks it in half.
0: It was really awkward starting <laughs> brawl. Also, like in theory, none of these guys have anything against each other really, and it should just be baby faces being baby faces and heels being like, "Yo, I'm the best." <laughs> uh, like Ricochet and fucking Riddle, they got nothing going on. Why would they? Why do they need to fight? It just it felt like a weird little setup cuz wasn't there that one money in the bank promo like this that was just fire? Um. it was like 3 years ago or 4 years ago Chris <laughs> Jericho was in it, Kevin Owens. I can kind of picture the players. Yeah. But it was all of them standing in ladder on ladder or sitting on ladders in the in the ring. Like that's how the show kicked off. Ah. The promo's in my mind, but yeah, it's just like the way that that shit should have been done, and then everything else is just like, eh.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it was better than this here, but anyway, so we have to pair off someone here, so Ricochet fights John Morrison. Uh, They just had a match last week with that big finishing spot, we remember, diving into the well, I mean, cave. Yeah, the
0: last we saw uh, John Moe and, and Rico was, <laughs> uh, was, yeah, I thought they were dead.
1: Yeah, so more shenanigans this time. There's drip sticks. Uh, Ricochet does a flip over Miz on his wheelchair. (laughs) Um, Yeah, eventually, who gets the win? Oh, yeah, they fight to the floor, and they're both kind of like trying to get back in, and then Miz just kind of wheels his way in front of Ricochet, just blocks him, and then the ref counts to 10. He's out. Count out, just like that.
0: Another count out. You know, so what, two straight count outs? I feel like... Count out finishes are rarely the right call, but if it's like too straight, it's like, oh actually that kinda makes sense. Uh <laughs> you know, uh, may, uh, you know, keeping a feud going without anybody actually winning or losing I mean this is technically, you know, a win or a loss in or in the columns, however that works, but uh who knows? Yeah, next week's raw, Ricochet could get the big score. Uh he's definitely a player there for uh for the money in the bank uh thing. Briefcase. Yeah,
1: they'll they'll do some cool stuff in that match. Yeah. Uh, We go backstage. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler hanging out with Reggie. And he sees Alexa Bliss appear behind them. But then when they turn around, she's not there. And then they walk away and she's there once again. The magic.
0: Classic Thunderdome. uh, Playing around (laughs) with shit.
1: Uh, But they have a match to get to. So we get an eight-woman tag match here. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Eva Marie, and Dewdrop taking on Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who is now Nikki Ash, I think they said.
0: Nikki Ash.
1: And that's A dot S dot H dot huh? Do
0: you know what it stands for. Do it stands, you know what it stands for, for uh I believe somebody I believe somebody said could have been Saxton. It stands for almost superhero. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, <laughs> but I think I, I want to see your shoot meter on this one because I, I, I it took me a day to think about it because I thought this was so stupid. Um, it's because guess who's coming up? There's only room for one cross on Monday Night Raw, right? Oh, There's only room, yeah. although it is spelled different, I mean we do, we don't want to end up with a a cage cage page situation no Uh, i see what you're saying yeah i think that's it i think we changed nikki cross's name because carrying cross is coming up sooner rather than later whether that means johnny gargano is the dude uh because i think he gets the championship opportunity sometime yeah um yeah so so that's that's my shoot meter flying pretty hot i gotta say
1: that's uh no that uh that's a good that's a good uh Good intuition, I think you've got there.
0: I, th- I mean, I'm I'm looking at you know, especially it was just Drew, but I'm looking at Bobby Lashley. I'm looking at Karrion and Cross. I'm looking at Brock Lesnar, and I'm just looking at Vince McMahon t- popping three Viagra and just stroking <laughs> it f- until the day he passes away. Like he could ride, yeah. he could ride that out until he dies and just be happy with it. <laughs>
1: We'll see. But add Scarlet uh, to the
0: mix, fucking done. You know the meme. It would literally be the meme. He would fall over out of his chair due you know. to his sexual arousal.
1: Well, um, I think it's interesting to note that I don't think Scarlet's been with Carrion Cross on his recent main event matches.
0: Y- yeah, I haven't seen. You did tell. I haven't looked into. You did tell me about it. I didn't look into anything or like that. But is is it just him? Does he showing up looking like he normally He's does? Just him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just without the big fancy entrance, I guess. Or it's just not quite as.
0: Yeah, but he still has the skull. same same kind of look.
1: Yeah, same okay. everything. He's scowling. Oh, cool. Anyways, uh we get this eight woman match and Alexa Bliss is on the babyface team for whatever reason, but Anyways. I well, it's not for
0: is, whatever reason, it's because she's a babyface. Right? Yes, so. That's why you're on the team with the babyface. No, I I I I I also want to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, anyways, Eva Marie and Dewdrop they're continuing their disagreements. Uh, Nikki's looking pretty good, but eventually Nia Jax catches Nikki Ash in the Samoan drop gets the win for the heels and ends Nikki's nice
0: winning streak. I know, new name, same old bullshit. Nikki Ash takes the loss after, yeah, she uh, she did get a nice little streak over what, Charlotte Ripley, Charlotte Ripley, Charlotte Ripley, Shane.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Oh, well, can't win them all.
0: Yeah, there was also a bit where uh, I, um, Baszler and Bliss had a little trance on, or there was a little, some kind of trance on Reggie kind of threat yeah, thing. Yeah, they're still doing that. They're still doing that. Uh, but, yeah, so Alexa Bliss is a baby face, though, because she's doing it yeah. to Shayna Baszler, who's a heel. I guess. So. I, I mean, we'll see. Next Monday is going to be a great show. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mustafa Ali takes on Mansoor, and they've kind of had a little story going on these last little bit, just kind of, Ali trying to recruit him and turn him heel, I R- guess. Recruit
0: but. him to retribution? <laughs> He's like, guys, I got th- uh. I got this great <laughs> idea.
1: Yeah. Anyways, match was pretty short, but, uh, yeah, at one point, Ali falls into the ropes and his leg gets tied up, so Mansoor is a good sport, frees him from the rope, uh, but Ali was faking it, and he just sneaks Mansoor up for a three count.
0: Which I guess I think that makes him 53-2. Uh, and two. So still a pretty good record uh, well, there for Mansoor. Yeah. <laughs> still a pretty good record. Uh, maybe 52-2. <laughs> um, yeah, just fresh feud. Two guys, no screen time. So, you know, you've you got to let it play out.
1: Yeah, we'll let it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh... Anyways, Drew McIntyre takes on Ginger Mahal. It's kind of some three-man band reunion minus Heath Slater.
0: Well, uh, before this, I don't know, I mean yeah, I guess it must have happened before this, but we did have a little promo of Ginger Mahal uh like riding in on his hog, <laughs> oh, yeah. like he's like he he's got a like he's got Lim like Biscuit singing a song behind him and he was <laughs> there with uh, do you remember their names?
1: uh veer and shanky
0: um, yeah there it is which, which one's which <laughs> don't know yet i said this out to you last time shanky's lanky shanky is the tall oh, yeah. one oh, come, on. <laughs> come on it's the little the little name the little name game he shows up with yeah. Veer and shanky and gives this little this is my bike type of promo but it was really weird yeah because he wasn't wearing like bikes are associated with being like cool and like Above it all, kind of, but he showed up with like a, you know a nice designer sh- looking shirt, nice shoes, the kind of like their pants, but they kind of almost look like capris. And <laughs> I'm like, that's not what you ride a bike in, my man. Like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna fall and he hurt was still yourself. just
1: he was just ginger Mahal on a bike. That's he was all he still
0: was. just ginger Mahal on a bike. Yeah, it's very bizarre. What a oh well.
1: But uh, yes, thank you, <laughs> the bike. Uh, so they fight the goons, Veer and Shanky. They're at ringside. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Drew hits the Future Shock DDT. He's ready to hit the Claymore, but then uh, the two goons jump in, get the DQ. They all just beat up Drew. And then Jinder steals his sword on the way out.
0: <gasps> there was also Claymore. a promo. I don't know if it happened before this one <laughs> or before this match or after this match where uh, McIntyre was talking about his sword. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, he's talking about man. his sword completely... and how like... I started I think, talking about the Loch Ness yeah, Monster. Yeah, he's and like shit. it was. It was like forged generations ago. Like the hills I glossed
1: over that so much. Something with like, the Ness Monster
0: and Kayla's just like yeah. uh huh, uh huh. I was expecting
1: <laughs> someone to say Tree Fitty at the end.
0: Yeah, I was like <laughs> I, uh, I want to say Tree Fitty. Uh, yeah, who but, knows? Who knows what the heck it was? Um, yeah, but you know, if Drew McIntyre, <laughs> if Drew McIntyre does not win the Money in the Bank briefcase, this is hundred percent the feud uh, we're going to see. It'll do way more for Jinder Mahal than it would for Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, because yeah, WWE needs more top stars on Raw. Um, I kind of think right now. It sort of seems like everyone involved in Money in the Bank are all mid carders, uh, which can, uh, be, can, yeah. can be used to elevate somebody for sure. But especially if I think of the Raw side of uh, the guys, um, you know, Riddle, Ricochet, Big E, KO. <laughs> like, they're all kind of guys who have been hovering <laughs> around that card. Oh, sorry, not KO. Uh, or, yeah, I guess those guys were SmackDown. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Starting off with a, a former WWE champion like Ginger Mahal would be a great way to, add, to bring top stars back to Raw. <laughs> At, um, right? I'm I mean, I guess like, I'm just kind of to think, thinking in like a formula type thing, right? Like you bring back a previous champion, crowd pops, bring him back up. Like that—that's what you do, right? When people, when champ, previous champions return, so I think like if you follow that same formula with gender, who knows? Maybe it could work.
1: I don't know. Maybe I don't it know could if work. People are popping for gender,
0: though. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The shoot I... meter's ice cold, but you have—you never know what's yeah, gonna happen.
1: My shoot meter's ice cold. i I will hinder gender.
0: Hinder gender. We've been doing it for years. Good, isn't he a good Canadian kid too? And we're hindering him.
1: Not every Canadian's good.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um uh, no, I'm sure he, I don't know. He's probably not a bad human being. But
0: Calgary. Oh, Calgary. Calgary.
1: Huh. Anyways, uh Mason T Bar, fight the Lucha House party. Uh probably my favorite part of the match was Lindsay Dorado. Has some cool retro cane gear going on.
0: He had the cane Classic. mask for sure. Yeah. yeah, it
1: was like pretty much straight up just the cane. Oh, that was pretty yeah, cool. So that looked really cool. Uh but other than that. Uh, yeah, I guess they actually get the win. They get a little and Rana, and T Bar gets a three count. So hey, man, Lucha House Party—they got a job.
0: Retribution's trash. Uh, they have to be like the worst treated. Isn't it terrible that Dominic Dijakovic is the like one of the worst treated performers in the company? Or just like yeah, I remember booked-
1: when he was. He was having four and a half star matches with Keith Lee like every week.
0: Yeah, they and had then... they had like three, like quite literally three weeks in a row of just fire, 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 and it was just you know it was one of those really respectful babyface versus babyface type things where they shake each other's hand at the end of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And now and now this is it. But yeah, Raw has been needing to build up a new tag like new tag teams for months. Like ever since Styles and Omos, ever since Styles and Omos won the Raw tag team titles, the division has been all but dead. Right, yeah. so Randy Orton's hurt. That's why he's not here. Who knows, Randy Orton is he hurt? He, he has to be, right? Why isn't he here?
1: I, yeah, that would make sense, I guess.
0: Like the RK um, Bros felt like they were being lifted up in that same kind of way, and uh, Viking Raiders—they're on and off. I almost called them Viking Express. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so they, yeah, just fucking lucha house party. Give them the push, sure. We Why need not? some. <laughs> we need fucking something. Who are the raw? Who are the women's tag team champions? I do not even know.
1: Tamina Natty. Ah, oh,
0: as far I I don't know. Are they? Let's check WWE they socials. Are. They may have they may have lost it on a taping of main event. <laughs> that, that match is not on uh, on the Money in the Bank card. By the way, there is nothing. I think there will be two straight pay per views. Oh, no. Yeah, I
1: don't even know if I don't know if they've done anything since they won them, Jesus. or they started to like feud with Mandy and Dana, but they didn't really. Yeah, there was a, a single.
0: Natalia had a singles match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> God. Let's oh wow! Well. Let's move on.
1: Yeah, because we got uh, some good action here. AJ Styles takes on Matt Riddle, but Riddle, that injured ankle, he can't even fling his flip flops off properly during his entrance.
0: And that's the best part of his entrance.
1: Yeah. The birds came back as well. They were gone for They a were while, gone the for a little
0: just... bit. Yeah, I wonder yeah. uh who kind of made that little decision up there. <laughs> uh
1: but of course, you know, when you tape up that ankle, you're helping yourself, but you're also giving your opponent a target. So, AJ just goes after that the whole match. But then Riddle, he channels his inner karate kid, Daniel son. He does the uh The good old one-legged crane kick. Perfectly executed. Um, Yeah. Great movie, that Karate Kid. The (laughs) first one.
0: Yeah, and Uh, and Riddle was doing a great job of selling his ankle injury this entire match.
1: It was great. Yeah. Uh, And then behind the ref back, Omos sweeps out Riddle Riddle by the legs. um, But then Riddle hits his... Here he hits Orton's draping DDT. Goes for the floating bro. But AJ avoids. Hits Riddle with that... Burning Hammer move once again. But then the Viking Raiders show up because they want to fuck with Omos. So this distracts AJ, Riddle rolls him up for the deadly three count.
0: The deadliest move. Yeah, uh Styles, AJ Styles is one of those just instant classic kind of guys. Uh he <laughs> yeah. he knows how to he knows what he's doing. Okay, I'm I'm your ankles hurt. Boom. This is how this match is going to lay out. And you know the DQ finish kind of keeps shit going with that uh, with the with the Viking Raiders. Uh, but I we think already they we, announced we already had a countout DQ and Mustafa Ali had a roll-up, So maybe th- th- this distraction was a little bit much. But hey, it's Monday Night Raw, baby.
1: Yeah, and uh, they did announce that the Viking Raiders are finally getting their tight title shot. I think Raw next week or
0: oh really? Sometimes that they, they said are, something. Didn't they earn that they like a year and, like years ago? <laughs>
1: Yeah, a battle royal like a month ago.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Anyways, uh, Charlotte Flair comes out limping, exaggerating with uh, this crutch. She's here to give us an injury update. Talks about Rhea Ripley's gutless attack on her and stealing her moves. And then Rhea comes out to respond and she's got a crutch. She's mocking Charlotte, just limping to the ring. and She says, I know you're faking it. You're a drama queen. And they both swing at each other with the crutches. Have like a little sword fight. Uh, Maria gets the upper hand. Charlotte rolls out. Runs off. But uh, this was pretty bad. I thought. Pretty bad segment.
0: Yeah. It's all pretty bad. Uh, I mean I think honestly what I'm most excited for about this feud. Is to figure out who the baby face is. I like that <laughs> is honestly what has been building up more. If the long con has been confused the hell out of our viewers. And then pay it off. That's fine with me. That, like, they they would have pulled one over on me 100%. They would have worked the hell out of me. Um, (laughs) I don't know, because who knows? Maybe it could be neither. Maybe it could be both. I honestly hope. I'm just hoping for the best.
1: (laughs) I'm hoping. I'm just hoping uh,
0: for the best.
1: Yeah, this year, this was not the greatest. Uh, Speaking of, we got Jackson Riker uh, teaming up with our truth, of all people. To take on Elias and Cedric. And, uh, yeah, nothing really important happens. Tozawa comes out with the gaggle, so Truth abandons Riker to chase after them. But Elias is uh, once again scared of Jackson Riker, so he just leaves the ring, leaves Cedric on his own. Riker hits him with the boss man slam to get the win.
0: Yeah, nothing else can be said. It was short. Poor Cedric. Yeah. And,
1: uh, <laughs> uh next, and next. <laughs> next. Uh well, the main event. New Day teams up to take on Bobby Lashley and MVP, who uh, I guess this is his first match in months since hurting that knee.
0: Yeah, he's been so. he's been on he's been cane bound for. Uh, well, I guess technically, I think this was actually versus the hurt business, like the two of them uh, collectively make up the hurt business.
1: Yeah, I guess we could still call it that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, MVP, he was in the ring for a while there, so must be healed up. But uh, eventually, Kofi hits Bobby with a Trouble in Paradise, takes him out of the match, and then he hits another Trouble in Paradise onto MVP. And that gets a three-count, New Day win, and that's the end of the show.
0: Yeah, that was a, it was a solid main event. You know, MVP took the uh, took the L to protect Lashley. You know, uh, Kofi gets that little boost. I oh, don't know. I am excited for this match. I think. Uh,
1: yeah, it's much. You know, we had Drew versus Lashley four times. I'm um, uh, I'm ready for Kofi.
0: Or I was gonna say, I feel like, or I'm hoping that Kofi, uh, Bobby Lashley is what we hope, or can be what we hoped. Brock Lesnar and Kofi was remember on that episode of SmackDown when they moved over to Friday, uh, like mm-hmm. when Kofi lost the championship. We were kind of like, ah, it's not. It's you know, Brock might win it, but Brock is good at working with small guys. And then he yeah. wins, and we we're fucking... hoping for
1: the Daniel Bryan.
0: Exactly, and he gets into squash, and you're like, "Fuck this!" But uh, yeah, I feel like I hope that this this matchup can be what we wanted that previous WWE matchup championship to be. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely don't think it'll be a squash. No, so that that should take care of that.
0: That should take care of that, and uh, gone. That take care that takes care of the very first half of uh, the podcast. Um, Mike, am I right that this Friday, SmackDown will be Thunderdome. We're done. Running at Raw is done from the Thunderdome. Um, or is that? I it? think there's one more Raw. There is. Okay, I might just have my days mixed up. Okay, I do have my days mixed up.
1: Like one more SmackDown, one more Raw, but and the then f- next Friday. But we're the back. Fr-
0: yeah. Okay, the Friday before Money in the Bank. Okay, so yeah, we do still have one more, one more of these Raws in front of the Thunderdome. I still have one, two more weeks until my biggest payoff. Who's a babyface? Charlotte or Ray Ripley? Um <laughs> and uh it's all looking great, Mike. Should we take a break? Yes, let us. Take Let's a break. take a break. Uh after the break we'll come back. We got these Road Rangers, we got these Great American Bash. Uh so you're going to want to stick around. Oh yeah. Bitch. Here with parts with the podcast here, folks. The uh, the 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 formerly Wednesday night war now just not separate. No, you know, just separate but equal. Just a normal war, uh, (laughs) you know, where people get to fight on different days. Um, and that's great. Uh, so like we said before the break, the the main roster is heading out onto the road. They're doing their own thing. We even mentioned AW this week. They had their first show in Miami. Uh, but no word on when our uh, our kind of little, little brother will be joining the party. Of course, we're talking about NXT. NXT, um, what does
1: it mean? But um, I don't know, but, but, it's but, but good but
0: This week they had uh their their this year's edition of the Great American Bash. I think it was at the bash last year that Adam Cole actually lost his uh his championship, I believe that was actually the same time. Um But no word about them leaving this the cruiserweight. No fuck, I said it again. God damn it. God, God, God damn it. Uh, uh, the Capitol Wrestling Center. <laughs> See, it's almost like it's automatic. Uh, no word on them leaving the Capitol Wrestling Center uh, unless you've heard something. Or has AC Dirt heard anything?
1: <laughs> um, I haven't heard anything, but I mean, I'm still thinking maybe SummerSlam weekend have a takeover, but maybe not because SummerSlam's on a Saturday this year, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to see these guys get out, even if it's um they they can facilitate their show, but more but more crowd. I think this you know the kind of the cage and the plexiglass was cool uh, during this whole time, but now that we are quote unquote back, uh, NXT needs uh, NXT needs a little something something a, a little TLC, and I ain't talking no scrubs.
1: Or the learning channel.
0: Or the or the learning channel, which my uh, aunt used to call the freak show network. Because at any given time, if you turn on TLC, it's just a it's just a fucking freak show. I
1: mean, that's basically what it became, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I I was in it for trading spaces with Paige Davis. Uh, not not this bullshit. No, not my fat sister and me. Whatever that <laughs> show, whatever that show's called. Let's get into the bash, nice. <laughs> shall we? Yeah. Um, we actually kick off uh, like it's a good old-fashioned all-elite wrestling show. We kick off with some tag team action. We have MSK taking on Tomasa Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher for that NXT Tag Team Championship that MSK has been holding for a long time but doesn't feel like it's been that glamorous.
1: Yeah, and much like all-elite wrestling, we also had an, in- an intro from a Rhodes uh, Mr. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah,
0: this time, Mr. Did, like, Dusty, little, of course. Uh, yeah, Mr. Dusty. I think they did but, that last last bash also.
1: Yeah, you can just take a promo of his and then just put it on the background of like patriotic images, Statue of Liberty, as he's like cutting a promo on Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make it sound like it's American. It gets everyone excited. It's
0: American. Everyone's like, yeah. "Fuck yeah!" So that's mm-hmm.
1: good. But uh, yes, tag titles on the line. MSK, uh, Tim Tom. As I'll call him, Timothy Thatcher and Tim
0: Tom. I like that. Tim 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 Tom. Tom. Tom.
1: Uh, But yeah, I mean, once again, the crowd is here. It is small, but they are very vocal about not liking MSK, much like the rest of us, Uh, despite them still being put in the babyface corner on the tag ring or on the ring here.
0: Still being put in the babyface corner.
1: Yeah. But, you know, they put in the effort. They have a nice match here. They're high flying uh, MSK. Uh, Champa hits Lee with his figure what they call it it's like a lung blower power bomb where like power bombs you onto his own knees
0: lung I know, blower I like that yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but uh, big two count uh, Lee hits a spiral tap for another near fall Chompa and Thatcher hit Lee with a double fairy tale ending I thought that could have been it but Carter breaks up the pin attempt and then when Thatcher goes to follow up uh Lee catches him with an inside cradle gets a three count <sighs> msk wins retains
0: msk wins and retains sitting on you know they're now three plus month uh rain mike this is not this is not the outcome that we wanted right no goes but i feel
1: i feel hunter papa h he he'll go with the flow i think we're gonna see a slow heel turn from MSK. and MSK.
0: and this is exactly like you know i mean hunter learned from the best he learned from Fitz. Right? He learned from the guy who literally wrote the fucking
1: Vince book. in his 50s.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> when he was yeah, the best. But he, he was involved with the company when Vince was, you know, my, you know, a younger man or whatever. But what have you. He learned yeah, from the guy like, who wrote the fucking book. Like, you want to get guys over. Have them beat guys who are over. Who can put them over? If you need somebody to put <laughs> you over, you're probably calling on Tommaso Ciampa if you're back in that locker room. Right, Like, hey, who could have a good match with anyone? I'm pretty sure Tomaso Ciampa can. Yeah, and I i mean, now you know how I feel about uh Timothy Thatcher. Um, yeah, so yeah, argue ma- maybe him. this wasn't the time, but uh, I would love to see this team still kind of work it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the wrestling's there. Mm-hmm. We just gotta, yeah. But then William Regal Samoa Joe are in the ring, and they demand for Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross to come out here, settle their beef, but don't fight. We just want to talk this out so they come out they cut promos uh Regal says next week we're gonna have Karrion cross versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT championship
0: yeah I'm sorry and I, and I spoiled that a bit earlier I think when we were talking about Monday Night Raw I forgot that uh it just it, it just, okay. it, it just kind of slipped out but it was after uh yeah I, I'm still thinking well I mean cross
1: no I mean it's Ash. it's uh it seems like K Cross maybe getting a quick call-up. Uh, drop the belt to Johnny Gargano. I don't know. And they also announce
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, special guest referee Samoa Joe will be in there. So you know there could always be a moment where Cross hits Joe, Joe takes out Cross, and that leads to Gargano getting the win. So they can still kind of protect cross that way and
0: that's what feels really weird right now yeah it's how do we how do we make this happen without killing anyone's momentum because you know Vince McMahon has a boner and he <laughs> you know is and yeah carrying cross is fucking coming up hundred percent this may just uh, yeah. need to see when it's going down whoops that's about it yeah uh,
1: and then we go to our next match LA Knight taking on Cameron Grimes Yeehaw. in a rematch Yeehaw for the million dollar championship with the added stip where if Grimes loses, he must become L.A. Knight's butler.
0: The old uh, white gloves on a pole match. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, a platter on a pole. Maybe I should have said the
1: silver tray.
0: The yeah, the silver tray and bun on a pole uh which is like that yeah a rematch of that ladder match which was really good back then so let's get yeah let's get into the action
1: yeah this one's more of a straight up wrestling match here but uh cameron grimes just comes out hot firing up the crowd everyone's loving him so he does all those cool moves the every time he does it i forget what they call it that you know he does like the shooting star press body slam the guy like runs into him and they just both flip yeah
0: it's it's, it's almost kind of like a sideways moving spanish fly
1: yeah kind of so cool.
0: but whatever um, it is it looks cool <laughs> that's why i'm calling it i'm calling it a uh, i'm calling it a i'm calling it a moving spanish fly all right Run, uh, running <laughs> running spanish fly
1: and uh another move i've been mentioning a lot lately is la knight he pulls out a burning hammer type move i don't know what it is the last few weeks hmm. i've seen like a bunch of Anyways, uh, L.A. Knight tries to bring in the million dollar title, but Grimes hits him with a poison Rana. So he drops the belt and it falls to the floor. But it was almost perfect because the title stays right there in the perfect position on the floor. And a bit later, Knight DDT's Grimes head first right out of the belt and then slides it under the ring before the ref can see. So very nice landing there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the ref starts counting. Grimes is out on the floor. But he makes it back in the ring just at nine, but he's still all dazed, and Knight hits him with the BFT to get the win. Retains his title and earning a new butler.
0: And earning, Yeah, earning a butler. Wow, which is the best part. You know what? Uh, NXT has a super high, I think, standard for match quality if 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 like the last certainly the undisputed era era of uh you know up until now you think of NXT you think bangers and bangers and bangers and very rarely does does the storytelling outshine the the action the in ring action <laughs> and what these guys are doing between you know the million dollar the lead up to the million dollar championship and then the the afterwards now this and now the great stuff we're going to get with Cameron Grimes as LA Knight's butler Uh, one of the few instances when, like, by the time these guys fight again, this will be must-watch fucking television.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually Grimes has to get that big win.
0: Eventually, what do we wait for crowds? I don't know. Like that seems like a huge. That seems like a huge pop moment.
1: Then you get the return of Ted DiBiase to punch la knight in the face
0: exactly where like uh where you know which makes that so much different than the FTW championship like nobody wants that thing nobody wants the mdw (laughs) championship where grimes is like he really wants like a like a thing that barely counts (laughs) i mean it's a nice looking belt i mean it's a nice looking belt of course 24 karat gold but he wants it
1: (laughs) yeah either way the story will continue yes uh, then we get a quick little intro to the competitors for this year's NXT Breakout Tournament. Um, I recognize like one or two. I think we've seen on episodes here and there.
0: Okay, yeah. Kind of in I,
1: jobber matches. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes. They
0: used all their names and it was just kind of like whoosh, but yeah. that's okay.
1: Yeah. But hey, that was kind of how the first tournament went. And we got the likes of Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, etc.
0: cetera. That's good. Swerve Scott. Exactly. NXT knows how to build them up.
1: Yeah. But we got Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defending those NXT Women's Tag Titles against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Uh, Yeah, you know, good stuff. We already know Io and Candice have lots of history here. But uh, basically, the match is going fine. Candice is in control. And then the lights shut out. And that battery bar that we've seen charging up these last few weeks, it finally hits 100%. The lights turn on and we get the return of Tegan Knox, she's back. She, almost forgot about her.
0: Almost forgot. Well, I mean, God, Mike. She had. If, if there's one person who's had just like the incredibly unfortunate luck of injuries, like it's fucking Tegan Knox. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she had her in a big knee brace on here. Uh, comes out. Candice is all distraught. Gets knocked out of the ring. And then Zoe hits this move called the K three sixty. Or the K3, I don't know what they call it, but it was pretty fucking cool. Okay. She hits that on Indy Hartwell, and that gets a three count. So, Zoe Stark, huge win. Her and EO are your new tag champs.
0: Wow. So far from, at first we thought when EO lost, she was gone. And then Frankie Monet came up, and we're like, oh, okay, EO and Frankie. And now it's become uh, EO Shirai tag team champion. Wow. Wouldn't have never seen that.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, these tag titles. It's kind of you know they've been hopping around a bit, but I don't mind. You're giving, giving all these women a different taste of gold now that you got more than one title on the brand. So yeah,
0: and it's still g- haven't
1: had that dominant reign. But
0: no, and I think that's almost better because it makes it feel like at least with the, yeah. with those uh, um, women's tag team champions on the main roster, it was just like nobody wanted them. Or, or we, we had months and months of Shayna Naya versus the same fucking yeah. people, right? Like, awful. at least this is, yeah, like you said, it's fresh. It's, it is tossing it back and forth. It's now Zoe Stark has a championship. Io Shirai is a Grand Slam women's champion.
1: <laughs> yeah. The no, second. Cool.
0: She's not even the first.
1: This, well, this, uh, she's not Grand Slam, but she's,
0: what would she's be the won f- all
1: the NXT titles. Oh, I she guess still needs to win a Raw and SmackDown.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I guess the NX she's an NXT Grand Slam champion.
1: Yeah. Either way, uh they have a nice celebration. Um yeah, Knox beats down Candace. Um and then I think Dexter Lewis comes out at the end. To
0: yeah, and he carry Indy Hartwell. Yeah, they they walk off, it's all nice and fun. Um but yeah, I mean I can't wait to see who the next kind of set of challengers for this uh tag team championship is.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, it It really feels like
0: it could be anybody. Yeah, it feels like, oh, God, (laughs) in a good way, in a good way. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's fun. And it gives you that. Yeah. Title change can happen anytime,
0: anytime, anywhere, anywhere, baby.
1: Uh, But then we get a special little thing in between matches here as uh, we get Shanti the Adonis uh, behind the little DJ booth here. He's all set up because we're going to get a performance,
0: not just a performance. We're getting a cypher, baby.
1: A cipher celebration for the North American champion Swerve Scott, uh, featuring the rest of Hit Row, uh, and I guess a cipher is basically just like a rap circle. You just take turns dropping bars as DJ Adonis plays his beats, uh, and then they all come together at the end for a nice course. And yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Hell pretty yeah, good. baby! Like you're it. not on the uh, you're not in the cipher, baby.
1: Yeah, I like it. Cause it wasn't uh, it wasn't like fake, it wasn't lip sync, it wasn't bad. Like the rhymes are on time, everything was good.
0: Yeah, it was good. Like, this was rehearsed, and they did a good job. The way they should have. Yeah. Top Dollar dropped some fucking bars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think we're kind of seeing new little. You know, they're establishing themselves to be something pretty damn cool, and uh, yeah, I, I like am it. really excited for this whole thing.
1: Yeah, speaking, we've been saying the crowds this whole time. I think this is one act. The crowd's gonna be hot. For this act. Yes. The hit row.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool.
1: Uh, not that they're the same type of thing, but they could be they could be the next big group at NXT since the Undisputed we Era. We need you one. There.
0: The Undisputed Era era is over.
1: <laughs> the Hit Row Show is here.
0: The Hit Row Show, baby.
1: Uh but there's still some remnants of Undisputed Era because our main event is Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly part two. Uh, first time was more uh, I guess what was it an unsanctioned match so we had weapons chains all sorts of shenanigans but this time just 20 plus minutes of excellent wrestling pretty much mm-hmm. you know just grappling submissions wearing down each other uh, Cole hits a Panama Sunrise on the floor but Kyle kicks out of that so Cole goes for the last shot but then that gets ducked Kyle goes for his big diving knee drop but Cole avoids that and then he does hit the last shot, but Kyle kicks out of that. So we're getting pretty wild here. Uh, Cole goes after Kyle's knee. He hits another Panama Sunrise, followed by a second last shot. And that finally gets a job done. Adam Cole's your winner.
0: Adam Cole's your winner after, God, nearly 25 minutes of fucking television. I got to say, this was better than their first match, just because I think that first match was long. Like it was a little too long. Uh, yeah, if you can. Some of the if you can re- yeah, if was, you can uh, recall
1: Yeah, yeah, and some of the stuff might have been a little I don't know, too much set up with all the little chains and Yeah, maybe
0: a little over the top. Um but uh so, yeah, this was Yeah, this was great a great match. It was fantastic.
1: Great bash. The whole bash was just pretty much a great show. Yeah, it was it was
0: another great show, keeping it super short and concise. We only really had the two promo kind of chunks. The only, the only kind of, uh, Raquel Gonzalez is the only champion who we didn't see, uh, at least mm-hmm. pop up, which yeah, there's not going to be room for fucking everybody. So, so calm yeah. down,
1: nerds. Yeah. We didn't see the cruiserweight either and that was fine.
0: Oh, well, oh yeah. I forgot Kushida.
1: Yeah. And Roddy me. Strong's back with his diamond mind. diamond so like-
0: mine. See, there's a lot of, uh, very positive things for this to go to the future, uh, alongside, you know, yeah, with the possible returning to live audiences. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, let's get to it, shall we? Let's move ourselves right across. So, yeah, we kind of have well we're talk well, of course we're talking about all elite wrestling. AEW. All elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. We have I guess <laughs> like two shows that we technically missed. Uh maybe we can kind of uh you know, kind of like a no, no, like a little a culmination of the first and the second, you know, with kind of with the big spots that happened.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I guess the first episode to lead into the next, um, you had Eddie Kingston and uh, Pentagon. They beat Young Bucks to earn themselves the title shot for the following week, right? Yes. I think that's what happened.
0: Yeah, that is, that is correct. <laughs> they kicked off the show. Uh, yeah, and they got the pin also, right? None of this DQ uh, nonsense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean there was some other there was some outside interference going on with you know the usual guys. Mm-hmm. Kazarian showed up to help. Mm-hmm. Kazarian's just like
0: He's the yeah, he's the elite the vigilante. killer or I think they're calling them. <laughs>
1: uh Yeah, what else? Jungle Boy got his he was the first AEW wrestler to reach the 50 win mark. So, that's a nice little
0: Big moment with that win off Jack Evans, you know, my my new favorite yeah. uh my new favorite wrestler.
1: Yeah, that was a cool match there. Uh, Miro defeated Brian Pillman Jr. to retain his TNT title. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was a tag match with Britt Baker and Rebel against Nyla and Vicky Guerrero, and uh, I think Rebel got injured in that, which sucks.
0: Yeah, her knee but again, I think. She was just injured.
1: Yeah, fuck. And then at the end, Britt Baker took a big powerbomb through the table on the floor, so that was pretty crazy. Which looked
0: fucking painful as hell. But I think I apparently, or maybe it was you that said, like, Reba or Rebel she's more than just a wrestler within the organization. Like she also does, she's also like hair and makeup or something. Oh. like she has a, posi- she kind of has a thing she does, but mm-hmm. then also is funny and alongside Britt Baker. So I think it's kind of like a, it sucks, but she's always around. Yeah. Whatever's going on. And then of course she, uh, <laughs> she, she had a promo with Shavoni uh, on road rager. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh but yeah, but the big match, the big match, the main event, the big time was uh MJF taking on Sammy Guevara in the latest kind of inner circle circle Inner circle versus pinnacle kind of uh stuff.
1: Yeah, and this was well deserving of the main event. These guys got a ton of time, uh bunch of crazy shit. Uh yeah, what was the the big spot? My spot was MJF.
0: Okay, you know, you go.
1: Well, there was a couple, but yeah, but uh, when MJF is like knocked over into the barricade, and we thought the ricochet leap was crazy from Raw, well, Sammy Guevara just outdoes him as he does a huge springboard flipping senton off the top rope over the barricade onto MJF into the crowd. That just crashing hard it on the has, floor. that
0: that clip has so much rewatchability because uh, it was fucking brutal. Like, and you see the camera in real time. MJF gets slammed to the fucking ground. Like, Jesus Christ. It was like a two foot. It it was huge. (laughs) Like, that was a huge, huge spot by the two people who are going to put this company on their back for the next 20 years. That's spot of the year candidate. Possibly. Walk up, look it up, look it up, spot of the year. It's up there.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Before I can even recover from that, though, Mm -hmm. they weren't even done there. They get back in the ring, they climb up the turnbuckle. And then MJF hits a fucking leaping tombstone pile driver off the second rope. My God. My uh, God. But Sammy kicks out. Yeah, you could end any match in the world with that, but Sammy kicks out. <laughs> and Jericho even says he's never seen that move in the United States. You know, it's second rope tombstone. I've seen it in Japan, but I don't think I've ever never seen it. Never in done the United in States. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So at this point, this was awesome that the fans were just standing on their feet for the rest of the match because. The action was just too good. Uh, but that tombstone took something out of MJF. He hurt his knee. So Sammy takes advantage. Wears, uh, yeah? He works over the knee. Um, hits the 630. But then Max kicks out of that. And then Sean Spears shows up. So I think Jericho leaves his commentary booth where he was the whole night. Uh, he takes out Sean Spears. But then Wardlow shows up. So it was this big attack. Wardlow tosses Jericho off the stage. When the ref is looking at Spears... Oh yeah, sorry. The Spears hits Sammy in the head with a chair. MJF makes the cover, gets a three count. So, but what a damn good match.
0: Yeah, what a damn good match even without the interference that eventually occurs. Like, you know, you kind of could have ended it without that, and that's fine. Yeah,
1: you could have ended it on the tombstone. ended it on happy.
0: that tombstone, to be honest. Maybe we need <laughs> to kill a couple more minutes, uh, you know, because that one women's tag match we had, uh, you know, that was enough. Uh, yeah, but that was fantastic. You know, it's another this this inner circle pinnacle thing is uh going on, it keeps going on.
1: Yeah, this this match could be up for a couple of shooties. Who knows? This this was a damn good.
0: This match, was a I damn thought. fine uh, is there best television match. <laughs> We're not doing it. Yeah. We're not doing it, Mike. <laughs> We're not doing it. Goddamn it.
1: No, maybe best match. Who knows? Match of, of, of the year. That
0: is that is a special shootie. So yeah, so that was our Wednesday's dynamite. We uh, we weren't able to record that podcast, but let's get into this past week's dynamite, kicking off our.
1: Well there's one fu- funny thing oh, okay. at the very end okay. there. Because it was the last time in uh in Daly's place and they showed like a nice video tribute at the end. And then at the very end JR does a plug where it cuts to the crowd and he's like, Well, get your tickets for upcoming shows because there's nothing in your life like seeing a live WWE dynamite. <laughs> And that was the closing moment. Poor WWE guy. Dynamite.
0: Poor guy. Yeah, yeah I believe that night was actually dubbed the Fan Appreciation Night. Yeah. Um. It's a big <laughs> thanks to all of us. And yeah, if you want to watch WWE Dynamite, check it out. It's on TNT every <laughs> Wednesday at eight, and soon to be TBS. So yeah. So let's get into yeah, because we we we've got a bunch of shit coming up. Yeah. Fight for the Fallen Fighter Fest and the new. This is a new event that we got going on this year. Uh, we're talking about Road Rager. <laughs> Where we're going to have a hot card You know hot things are going to happen uh, We have a mixed tag uh, match coming up Which is, you know, we don't see that too often in AEW And, uh, god I, they, They've been they've been talking about this for a little while I like, I like a strap match I, I gotta say it mm-hmm. I, There's something about the stipulation Which just kind of works for me And we kick off the show with a South Beach Strap match. I can only imagine the, the, the belt will be, or the strap will be leather and tanned. Smells like pina coladas. And we have Cody Rhodes taking on QT Marshall in what in which will be match the fourth? Uh, too many. Maybe. Too, but, too, too many. Uh, but, of course, Q, uh, Cody Rhodes comes out to his normal fanfare. Whoa. Uh, i don't actually know the words to the song <laughs> the downstate yeah. i have no clue what the words of that song are i just like i feel like garth in uh wayne's world singing bohemian Rhapsody when that song comes <laughs> yeah. on i'm just like let's go i give it all away Whoa. I it all. <laughs> yeah i have no clue what's going on but good friends turn bitter rivals come here to settle their score and yeah i always just like the mechanics of the strap match they have to be. Uh, they they're close together. They I, I don't know something about it just kind of works for me. Well,
1: this one's a little different because uh, they're not just tied together. Though you have to touch all four turnbuckles consecutively to get the win. So
0: now uh, I also liked <laughs> that. I just thought that was yeah, cool. I was like. Uh, that sounds also I've, like a done
1: that. That was like an old school. That's like an old school type. That feels NWA like a type.
0: fucking NWA thing. I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like get the cowbell out and <laughs> fucking dun dun bull dun
0: dun dun. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh whatever it is, yeah. The fucking crowd was ha huh, one thousand percent behind Cody off of this one. He looked big. He was yeah. looking beefy too. I don't know if you caught that.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, he's, he's pretty cut. He's pretty good. Don't no, say uh, beefy.
0: He looked like it put on some pounds.
1: Alright. Well, Uh, You got your pretty standard strap match stuff, you know, just pulling on each other, smacking each other with it. Uh, The members of the factory try to interfere, so Dustin comes out, and QT gets yanked into the ring post. That cuts him up, busts wide open. Uh, Yeah, then QT wraps Cody up, wraps him up like a mummy in the strap and hits a big hanging diamond cutter, Uh, and that allows him to touch three turnbuckles, but Cody steps or he gets up, stops him, then he hits QT with three consecutive crossroads, uh, and that knocks him out. And he touches the four turnbuckles to get the
0: win. Well, these days people are kicking out at two, so he gone to keep going. Uh, <laughs> the crossroads is no longer prote- that protected, I gotta say. But yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, I did like the. The, the fucking corners thing That was kind of fun because when they were hitting him He was like "What?" They, the crowd's counting along And then when he hits that big yeah. four everyone's like ah! <laughs> Everyone popped for it So yeah you, you're going to a new city You're back in front of live Crowds who do you put in front of the audience Who's going to make them pop Cody is one of those guys
1: Yeah he did it
0: Then
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Tony Shivoni's in the ring to interview Kenny Omega Don Callis They just send Tony into the corner and you know, just talk about Kenny's reign and all the people he's beaten, and the crowd just starts chanting, "We want Hangman!" Uh,
0: chanting? No, no, no. They were they were <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> like how, I don't know what the capacity that nine thousand. Let's say nine thousand people. You consensually screaming in perfect harmony, by in unison, we want Hangman. This wasn't a normal fucking crowd chant. This was something. It was a hot crowd. This was, was a, was a hot, f- crowd. hot crowd. And this was one of those <laughs> moments, yeah. Uh, but
1: then the Dark Order music hits. They come out, talk some smack. Uno's doing most of the talking, gets right in Kenny's face, tells him he's ignoring the number one ranked wrestler in the company, Hangman Adam Page. And Kenny ends up kicking him in the balls. Uh, brawl ensues. Hangman eventually does come out, beats up those stupid good brothers. Ah,
0: fuck those guys, eh? Like, yeah. the, the, the Good Brothers are getting the, uh, or Dunk House is getting the you don't go here chance, and I'm like, move that over to fucking these two guys. Yeah. They only but, ever uh... look dumb. They never, they don't have <laughs> matches, so they don't win. They, they're never by themselves beating people up. Like, they only ever look like fucking cowardly, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a weird yeah. thing to have, Yeah they're just they're just like bodyguards with a face that's all they are
1: yeah and then eventually hangman lines Kenny up for the buckshot lariat but he stops himself and just gets in the ring goes face to face with Kenny instead and uh omega just grabs his belt runs off and I also didn't mention that uh, both the Bucks and Omega both have a new look with their facial oh, hair. Oh yeah, on.
0: I forgot about the facial hair thing. That was about that was just fun. Uh, yeah. That was fun. For
1: Kenny's me. like a Triple H from two thousand. That, that was
0: just fun for everybody. But um,
1: yeah, I think they put some just for men in there too. You can't get a beard that dark. It that was time.
0: pretty dark, uh, considering his, his his hair is his head hair is or his eyebrows are not that same color. Yeah,
1: I think he did the old Hollywood Hogan. You know, put a little. Just for a minute, Hey, whatever. no
0: problem with that. You know, no sure. problem with that. Um, but yeah. If yeah. this is... Is this all out?
1: Uh, that's what I think should be. That should be your main event. Fuck,
0: eh? And then Hangman wins. Yeah, why not? Jesus Christ. I can't think of... This <laughs> is like... the At least being around the Miami crowd last night or like hearing them actually go out there. This was kofi mania this was i can't think of the last time i've heard people go oh so over for a babyface world champion yeah i mean definitely we uh, were stoked on <laughs> we you... were stoked on bray wyatt but for different reasons you know yeah. not in this like oh we want what's best for you and we care about your well-being type of thing like it's this whole new like that we have for adam hangman page uh, yeah, I think
1: he's the most beloved man in AEW. That's for sure.
0: If, beloved wrestler, and if he can walk home AEW. with this championship somewhere around All Out, uh, you're, you, he's going to be the top babyface on the. And I've said this before, not about Hangman Page, but I use this sort of hyperbole all the time. Mike, he would be the top babyface on the planet, on the planet I- Earth. If he won, uh, if he walked home uh, with that AEW championship. Who the fuck knows?
1: Hey, let's, let's see it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, We had FTR and Wardlow fight Santana, Ortiz, Jake Hager.
0: Yeah, pretty much an inner circle pinnacle match, really. I think Tully yeah. was there, but also Conan.
1: Yeah, Conan, Tully, they did some distraction shit. Uh, pinnacle gets the win uh Yeah.
0: Yeah. Feud's I not. Feud's after... not over. It's weird that we kind of got a couple instances of these guys, but right? Because I think it was like right after this, uh we get Chris Jericho and or the sorry, I should I should I, sh- I, sh- I should call him the lead singer of Fozzy coming down to the ring <laughs> alongside MJF for a classic face off.
1: Yeah, face to face, but it was also like a contract signing kind a of, of, of table here. a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, but during the entrance, Jericho's entrance, it appears that a fan tried to hop the grail, get in the ring. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they kept him off camera, kind of, and then the uh, then the commentary yeah. didn't know what the fuck to say.
1: It looked like Jericho took a little swing at him there. Yeah, I, <laughs> when think, the security I, th- had. I think he did.
0: He kind of take a little tried to take a little push, a little shot, a little, shot, a little love know. tap. Hey, I wouldn't want to take but, a Judas effect. You should have gone for the Judas effect. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's super yeah. protected. Should have.
1: And then uh, MJF tells the crowd, "I welcome any." Other of you fat white trash hicks to try that, and I'll beat their ass. And anyways, mm-hmm. fun little, you know, the crazy crowd.
0: Well, yeah, just don't do but, it to uh, Bret Hart. Do it to anybody else. Stop, <laughs> just not Bret Hart.
1: Anyways, they exchange insults, and Chris just says, "I won't back down. I'll accept any stipulation you want." So, uh, I think MJF does he say you have to go through four steps first to get to me? Well, you have to go like through
0: all the members of Pinnacle.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, those are the four, yeah. Uh, You have to go through all four to get to me, so Jericho agrees, and he signs. Uh, MJF says, the deal isn't done until you shake my hand. So Jericho shakes it, and then pulls him in, hits the Judas effect.
0: Yeah, Chris Jericho's gonna have to run Le Gauntlet pretty soon. Um, What's weird about this, for me, is that MJF just did this with Cody. Remember when he had, like, the series of things that Cody had to do... Before their match, the lashings lashings one of them was a steel cage match with Wardlow. It feels very like the exact same kind of thing, but now Jericho is Cody. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does.
0: Oh well, but next (laughs) up,
1: Matt Seidel taking on the debut of Andrade El Idolo. Is it Idolo? Yeah, you got it. You got got to
0: write that first time. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, he comes out, he's got like a full suit. And a leather mask on, but he only wears it for like five seconds.
0: Yeah, he's looking he like puts look, all that effort. Yeah, looking like Black Skull from uh, from Batman.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, nice little quick showcase match here for Andrade. Most of us know what he can do. Crowd was into him. He hits his uh, hammerlock DDT to get the win. They called it something, but I forget.
0: Yeah, um, same move. Yeah, same, uh, same kind of thing. Crowd didn't really feel like it was. Uh, they were that hot. The whole time, not super
1: hot. Not super Uh, hot,
0: because it's weird. It is weird to have this precedent or this thing now where people come in from another company, and we know they're big, so the crowd is hot. You know, like how do you book somebody like that? How do you book somebody that the crowd wants to just be immediately going places, or not like? Are you know what I'm saying? Like not that same kind of thing, but uh, I don't know.
1: Well, if you want to talk about hot reactions. Uh, let's go to Tony Schiavone in the ring to interview Arn Anderson when all of a sudden the lights shut out they turn back on and holy shit it's Alistair Black no it's Tommy End no No. it's Malachi (laughs) Black doesn't matter whatever you want to call him he's here he hits a black mass on Arn Anderson as the crowd chants holy shit Cody storms the ring he eats a black mass as well so I'm pumped Uh, It's been less than 90 days too So I'm like what the fuck How is this happening
0: How is Malachi black Now I've Now I actually got a text message From AC Dirt Earlier today Mm. I don't know I don't know if you uh, You know I mean He's texting these days yeah. Um, and he let me know that nXt stars have thirty day no competes and it w w e stars who have ninety days when Alistair black made his transition from nxt to w w e they never turned his thirty day into a ninety day so his entire time uh-huh. on the main roster, his contract remained at a thirty day no uh no compete
1: very interesting
0: very that makes uh, perfect b- sense. bizarre right you know uh um, but yeah, he came back fucking fantastic. Black Mass, Ma, one of my finishers of the year. Um, I love the the black kind of shadow over the right eye. Of course, that was the eye that Buddy yeah. Buddy Murphy took out. <laughs> um, but what I love about this one thing about Alistair Black is that they took him off TV for months, and then gave him these little vignette promos to 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 kind of like bring him back. They release him, and now he's back. It's it's almost like those WWE vignette promos were for this, uh, like because we as fans can remember what that was like a month ago. <laughs> like, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. We can remember it, and uh, so it's almost like yeah. I mean, this is for- we
1: well, remember uh, remember when Dean Ambrose was finishing his WWE tour. Then, like on his last promo, he made these references. He's like, I'm. Cashing out my chips, and he was saying stuff. That everyone's like, or everyone nothing, like, double, oh, double or nothing."
0: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> double or nothing. <laughs> but yeah, this was a huge surprise, or maybe not so much of a surprise. Uh, you know, we thought this.
1: I was surprised, or certainly, I mean, I, was, I thought it was going to happen, but, but not, not so soon. soon.
0: Uh, there's a lot of great uh, stills. You know, sort of like it's a zoomed in photo of uh, he. He just kind of finished that black mass He has a very smug, you know, kind of sinister smile. Uh, Going on Mm -hmm. and then the caption reads uh, When your wife is making That WWE money and you can do Whatever you want and it's just Him kind of like looking at the camera like Uh oh Uh, it's gonna be great Uh, Baby face or heel Really doesn't matter whether the first thing is with Cody or not but Malachi Black Is here Malachi I have a cousin named Malachi this will be easy to remember Really wow it means the messenger In Hebrew or something
1: Yeah I knew it was like a yeah, one of something like that. But let's or get not, to this. Definition, str- let's get to
0: the street fight. <laughs>
1: uh, what about the mixed tag match? Oh, I forgot about
0: the mixed tag match.
1: Yeah. Uh Blade and Bunny took on Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander. Uh how can you not love Cassidy Statlander? Exactly. Just a fun combo there. And this is multiple weeks of the Bunny being featured on Dynamite. Hey, look at so, that
0: good Canadian hey, kid. Good Canadian kid.
1: Getting. Yeah. Getting better all the time. Uh but anyways, I guess uh, Statlander at one point hits a 450 splash called the Area 451. Uh, yeah, what's the? Oh yeah, eventually the blade slides the brass knuckles in, hits Orange Cassidy in the face, goes for the pin, but Statlander had tagged in behind his back, so she ends up grabbing the bunny, hits the big bank there to get the win.
0: Yeah, big win. Seems easy enough. Chris Statlander on a little bit of a roll lately too. Well, at least since she's yeah. returned. It seems to have just been, oh, yeah, she's on a fucking win streak right now.
1: I love it. She's one of my top top women in the company. Certainly. Uh, And there was one other little thing before the main event that I wasn't really sure what it was. It was Tony interviewing this uh, American top team. So uh, I don't know who the guy was that was talking. I I knew the fighters, Amanda Nunes, and uh, what was the other guy? I know him but
0: Okay yeah I for, <laughs> you know I, I forgot his name too no, I remember Amanda Nunez She was there
1: Yeah So I don't know what that was This manager guy Just grabs a promo Grabs the mic And just starts rambling Until Lance Archer beats him up Yeah, So I didn't really know What that was all about
0: Shivoni was all over the place too um, Shivoni goes backstage With Tony Con- Um, well, Sorry With uh, with Reba and Rebel And um, Britt Baker and Britt Baker's going off like, you know, to T she's like Tony Khan, T K, you made you know you didn't make a safe work environment. Look, like I got powerbombed through a table uh, last week and um, Reba Rebels knee busted open all for that, you know, all for Vicky Girl, all for, all for that blood money. Well, next week maybe AEW will be in Saudi Arabia. And the Uh, crowd gave a very audible. Doesn't give a fuck if Adam Cole gets fired. Maybe imagine that's the long con is have Britt Baker do something to get Adam Cole fired or let go so he can come back. Or have Britt Baker shit on Vince McMahon enough that Adam Cole never gets called up. It's a win win.
1: Uh, yeah. If it, if that's the plan. It's a hell
0: of a long plan. A fight. hell of a long plan. Let's get to this street fight now. Um that's all of our problems. Of course we're on a street fight for the AW World Tag Team Championship. We have the newly shaven young bucks uh taking on a portion of Death Triangle. I mean, I guess one member of Death Triangle. Uh, yeah. uh Penta. I guess Phoenix is hurt or something. And where's Pac? He put, puts on a five-star um, match and then gets the hell out of here. Penta and Eddie Kingston. That's about it.
1: Uh, Yeah, street fight tag titles. Bucks, they were wearing these cutoff jean shorts. I guess it's a street fight. You want yeah, to look street. Yeah, you
0: want to look street.
1: So we get the typical garbage cans, chairs, lots of out-upside interference. Uh, yeah, Penta hits the double foot stomp onto a chair right on next balls. And then a bit later, he hits a destroyer off the apron, through a table, onto the floor. So these guys are going crazy. Uh, Yeah, Nick hits a big swanton bomb, crushing a garbage can on Eddie. But then Kingston fights back. He gets Matt deep in a sleeper. Looks like he's going to tap out. So Nick makes a quick decision, hits a 450 splash onto the ref, just as Matt starts tapping out. So saves the match. Uh, They keep going. Penta hits his package pile driver. Eddie hits his spinning back fist. They go for the cover. The new ref comes running out. But when he gets to the count of two, Nick yanks him out of the ring. Uh, Then the shit brothers show up. And Kazarian, (laughs) they fight at ringside. (laughs) And then Eddie pulls out some thumbtacks. He's ready to slam Nick down. But Matt grabs a handful of tacks, just throws it in Kingston's face. And then Nick and Penta fight to the top rope. Nick hits Penta with a big Hurricane Rana onto the pile of tacks. And then they grab one more handful of tacks, put them in Eddie's mouth, and super kick him in the face. And that gives the Bucks a three can. They retain in a wild street fight. In a wild street fight. Yeah,
0: street fights are always fun. You know what? But uh, the, the Bucks getting heel heat over baby faces at the end of the show, like that's something that we can probably put to bed now. Dynamite's starting to feel kind of like a Groundhog Day with these guys. Um yeah. where the end game is has to be inevitably, right? For some like mega ultra babyface team to knock them off the proverbial mountaintop and the crowd goes wild and everybody's high fiving and cheering. But uh, you know, we're tiptoeing a line right now. Uh they're still winning, they're still putting on great matches, but eventually someone needs to take these motherfuckers out.
1: Yeah, I don't really know who that's top babyface team is right neither now. do i, I mean, if it's not going to be penta yeah it could have been these two if you wanted to or it could have been eddie and moxley or eddie moxley
0: know. seemed felt good kind of coming out of it uh out of what uh whatever the pay-per-view was last when they had that or a double or nothing i guess that's where it was yeah it's hard to say hard to say but uh either way looking forward to it and uh yeah, that, was it. That. that was it that was it
1: that was the Road Rager.
0: That was the Road Rager. That was all of professional wrestling week. Uh, let's finish off the week the only way that we know how, which is with crowning a brand new Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the, the, wrestler the week, of week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the
1: Week of the Week. The Wrestler, the wrestler of the Week of the Week yeah. of the Week. Of the week.
0: Um, I'm going to give mine uh, just because I haven't given him the recognition uh, this year that he's deserved. Just Because there's been a lot of good stuff everywhere. Uh, My wrestler of the week this week is Adam Cole. Uh, He put on a banger again this week after putting on a banger last time. Um, I feel like I've been siding with Kyle O'Reilly in these past uh, matches with the two of them. So I just want to make sure Adam Cole gets the respect that he deserves. <laughs> um, yeah. And in that, and in, for that reason, uh, Adam Cole is my wrestler of the week.
1: We will always respect him.
0: Of course, show. baby.
1: Well, my wrestler of the week, uh, he just went crazy. Had one of the best matches we've seen this year. I'm talking about Sammy Guevara doing crazy shit. Uh, just having a great match against MJF. Could give it to either one, but I'll give it to Sammy. Diving into the crowd like that,
0: (laughs) yeah, for that huge uh, fucking senton running senton thing. That was a badass maneuver. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Sammy Guevara, and all the other winners. Adam Cole, and thanks for listening, folks. You know you can rate, review, like, subscribe. The podcast is all over the place, and uh, God, we'll be back next week because not only are we leaving the Thunderdome, but uh, Money in the Bank. Climbing the corporate ladder. <laughs> that's what they say. And that's what they say. Apparently, sometimes. Well, yeah. Thanks, folks, for listening. And uh, Mike, you take care of yourself. All right. Have a good one.